Let's get physical, physical. I wanna get physical. Let's get into physical. Let me eat your body talk. Your body talk, Dookie. Let me eat your body talk. Studio Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, everyone. And Marsha McDonald. Hey, peeps, what up? 2018, the first episode of the Dookie Radio Show for this year. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it is. By the way, some listeners out there who partake in this fantastic podcast, you may live in a shithole. That's my political content over That's and very done with. Indeed, very yes. It'll indeed. seem really dated in a couple of months' time. Sometimes I refer to my house as a shithole. Mine and Marsha's house. Your home is a bohemian fantasy. Yeah, it's only when it gets really messy. Mm. I say we really need to clean up this shithole. Right. Yeah, she does, Dookie. That is true. So... It's not inherently a shithole. You're saying that you're a fan of Trump. Dookie, can I just go on the record as having absolutely (laughs) not said that? Right. Are we really going to get political? Because aren't there, like, a lot of podcasts out there that do that? A few. There's a guy. A couple. From, from Fred's writing group mm. who's thinking about starting up his own uh, podcast, political podcast. Not another one. And he's like, you know... Like, yeah, does there need to be, he's one of like 28 people on my social media feed who's all about the, you know, here's some political stuff that you need to be worried about. Mm. You know, he's one of those guys, you know, he's a nice guy, but you know, he's one of those people. Like, here's some shit that you need to be really fucking riled about because I'm riled about it. Are you riled about it too? Yes. So I guess he's, you know, just going to take that into podcast form. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, you know, good luck to him. Dookie, I think we should start on a better note. Yes. There is a certain person uh, who's wonderful. Yes. Who's going to be a guest on the show. Indeed. She's crossing an ocean. It's just to be on the Dookie radio show. Just to be on the Dookie radio show. From New York City to London. From the Big Apple to Big Ben. Carmen Lynch. Dookie, when Martha, when you texted Martha to say that you just bagged Carmen Lynch to be on the show, Martha just about got tears in her eyes. Yes. Dookie, she's like my first Twitter follower. 
this is true. Yeah, yes. she and she was really supportive because I only got into Twitter when we were in Edinburgh just so that I could like comment on shows and stuff. But uh, you know, it's kind of stupid because I've only got like three followers and two of them are you and Sylv. Mm. So and I was like, how embarrassing! And she was like, well, I've just followed you, so you got another one. And I was like, I, you know, if I didn't love her before, I certainly love her now. But I did love her before because we saw her and what's not to love? She's just a, it's just a dust bowl of a sense of humor. I mean, could it be any drier? She is all kinds of fab. It's a veritable dust bowl of humor. And fabulous. She will be back in the United Kingdom in... April, and to commemorate Hitler's birthday, she shall be visiting the Dookie Radio Show studio. <laughs> I think I think it's nice to do something on so wonderful on that day because it just it just says that the world can still be a wonderful place. Certainly. Because she's such a wonderful person. She just seems like a really nice person as well. She oozes loveliness, and let's face it, her show at Edinburgh Fringe wasn't just a highlight of the Fringe. It was the highlight of our respective lives. It, I have to say that she gave me a pen, one of her promotional pens that says hold me on it. Mm. And I happened to be having a bit of a crappy day at work a couple of months ago. And I happened to just like go into my, my pen case and that fell out and I just saw hold me on it and it kind of made me laugh. And all of a sudden my day got a little bit better. Mm. She makes people's days better. I think that it's just good to do a little bit of a trail for her show. Indeed. In my correspondence with her, I took a photo of Marsha's pen and sent it to Carmen, which sounds really, really weird if you don't know the whole context of our communication. And the American comedian seemed absolutely delighted that it is still with ink. And being held She's, yeah, by yeah. you, Marsha. Yeah, well, you know, that just makes my heart grow three sizes. Mm. I'm telling you, we're, we're lucky on the show, Dookie, to have so many amazing guests. Yes. And, and not just lucky, but, you know, you know, you're a good guy. You know, you're a funny guy. You're a good interviewer. They, you know, so... It's down to you. I guess I'm saying, you know, well done. It's my way of saying well done, all right? I'm, you get it? I'm going to end up being really British here and say, ta. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Brits don't really take compliments, do you? You just get embarrassed by them. I wish I could be more American in that sense. Like, Mark Maron can be quite self-congratulatory about his many achievements. I need to... You're British. I need to grow a tash, I think. That will help. Dookie, mm. let me just tell you one thing. One thing that you don't need is a mustache. I don't think I can just grow here one. To tell you that, I don't think I can grow one. Seriously. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I mean, not out. being rude or anything, but mm. I, you know, you're just such a baby. I don't think that you could. Well, well just, mentally and physically, yeah, really. Let's face it. Yeah, just don't. Okay. Yeah, just don't. What are we talking about today, Dookie? We're talking about uh, this January health fitness thing that everyone's on except me indeed you are drinking more than ever before uh, yeah i don't give a shit you're eating more listen than january ever before. fucking sucks man um, 
basically, you were saying off pod that yeah. January is one of your favourite months. Yeah. Because all of the, the fast food concerns, this is a time for them to offer cheap deals. Yeah, And you take cheaper. advantage of those yeah. cheap deals. Yeah. You know, the one thing I don't get, though, I don't get, like, I was going to, I was in the store the other day and I was going to buy a bottle of whiskey. And on, in December, it was on sale. It was 10 pounds off. Right. Right. Now it's like full price. And I just thought, well, shouldn't it be the other way around? Because in December, you know, people are going to buy booze regardless of what it costs. Whereas January, like I haven't spoke to hardly a single person who isn't doing dry January. She says using annoying air quotes. So why why would the stores not just go, OK, we'll give it cheaper because nobody's going to want to buy it. Doesn't uh, see it just doesn't make sense. So I didn't buy it. Right, full price. Who yeah, pays full price? Yeah, I don't price? like paying full price. The one thing which I've noticed on billboards throughout London and no doubt throughout the UK are non-alcoholic lagers being advertised. Yeah, I don't understand because I don't like beer. So I'm like, I don't understand why you'd want to drink it without. I mean, if you're doing that, you know, big up to you. As a, you but know, not, I don't get it. Not alcohol content, 69 calories. Perfect for your dry January. Yeah, I don't get why. I mean, I don't get it, but I like what it's called. Isn't it called Prohibition? Uh, that's a Budweiser product. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are other there berry are, the, type the, the, products. The, the, there most definitely are other uh, okay. lagers. But, you know, it's Beck's Blue, Heineken are doing an alcohol-free Do you get concern. it, Dookie? Because you drink beer. Would you drink it if it didn't have any alcohol in it? No. Okay. See, I, I don't... I don't Because, you no. know, to me, it doesn't taste good enough to drink it without the alcohol. To quote... George Carlin, it's a bit like dry humping. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. I guess it's like decaf. Like, where, but, you know, I like the taste of coffee enough to, you know, if I wanted to drink decaf, I, but, you know, it still wouldn't be the same. No. It wouldn't make me happy. So, yeah, I guess everybody's doing this thing about. <laughs> Well, You're still drinking, you. though, weren't you, Dookie? I am. I haven't stopped. Okay, well, that's all right then. That said, it's not as though I've been on a mission. I've just kept it continental. All right. That, yeah, I'm not on a mission. I just don't give a shit. I'm on a cookie craze. This is something that I've noticed. Dookie. Her chocolate chip cookies. They are amazing. Let us talk. I mean, I don't like to fetishize food. You know, there's enough food stuff out there. You know, there'll be all kinds of food podcasts and what have you. I do think that her cookies are special enough to get at least a mention. They are remarkable. She's going crazy with the cookies. They deserve acknowledgement from the queen. They deserve honors. Yeah, I think I got a good... Thanks. I, I got a good recipe going. You know, I mean, it's just a good... You know, I started making this recipe when I was like nine. Right. Like, it's one of the things that I first, like, baked. Mm. So I guess all these years, you know, I kind of got it to a fine... I, you know what I was finding? You, you go to the store and you can buy, like, these, you know, what they call American-style cookies, which just means, you know... They there are have, other styles. Yeah, there are other styles. But there's some Canadians that are really upset that there isn't a Canadian version. Oh, really? Uh, apparently, it tastes a, a bit more pleasant and polite, and <laughs> it is more neutral. And, it, and it's called in its A. Color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no offense. Um, 
I guess, you know, so they call them American style cookies because, you know, they come with some pleasure to them. Right. Right. As opposed to British cookies, which really don't. Okay. So and but still, they just weren't. I can't find them where they don't taste like really good. So it's not like I love bacon so much. It's just like, well, if I'm going to eat them, I'd rather they just taste good. And when you when I make them, they taste good. Mm. You had a phase in, I suppose, late October or November where you were brandishing a bag from Marks and Spencer's yeah, that's what I mean. yeah, or yeah, yeah, Sainsbury's. Yeah. And, you know, these would be Belgian-style chocolate chip cookies yeah, or yeah. You know, whatever variations they had, you tried them all. Yeah. And what I remember of this period is you, you know, taking a big bite out of, you know, one and then using strong language, the yeah. odd expletive, yeah. about how basically they, they sucked. Well, yeah, I mean, Marks and Spencer's are the best of kind of a bad lot. But what what I found myself doing, you know how, like, most people go to buy fruit and, you know, you kind of, like, squeeze it a little bit to, to see how ripe it is, even though you don't know, you know, people, mm. maybe you don't know what you're doing like I don't. Um, Some people even listen to the fruit. Yeah, yeah. You smell it or whatever. I found myself doing that with these bags of cookies. Right. Like where I'd feel them to make sure that they were still soft. Because a lot of times they'd just be too... I I don't like a crunchy cookie, right? Mm. Which is probably why I don't like British cookies because they're all crunchy. So I like a nice soft kind of fudgy. So you'd kind of have to get it at the right time of day. And then I found myself that I was, you know, devoting a little bit too many hours... To cookie sourcing. Mm. And I thought, you know, I might as well just make them because they're easier and I know they'll taste good and I don't have to be feeling up cookies in the bakery aisle like like a weirdo. Dookie, it's not doing anything for my waistline, though, personally. And I don't know about yours because I know that you've been diving into the cookies, too. And you know what makes it even worse is that she, she leaves the cookie dough batter lying around. Oh, yes. And that yeah, stuff yeah. is just this ambrosia. I mean, that is the, the food of paradise. Yeah, a, yeah it, it's hard not to eat that stuff by the tablespoon full. It is a thing of uh, beauty and a Keats reference forever. It is amazing. It, 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 yeah, it's so, you know, January. I mean, it's a shit month. You know, you got to do your taxes. Nobody has any money. It's still dark out at like three in the afternoon. You know, what What you don't need is to add, you know, the holidays are over. God knows when you're going to have another one. You know, what you don't need is to give up alcohol and all the nice things in life along with that, mm. right? You know, it's just my philosophy. You know, you want to do, you know, do dry August. You know, you're on holiday, whatever. It's sun shining out. The birds are singing, whatever. But dry January, yeah, that didn't work for me. So you've had a, a wet January. A cookie-infused January. Pretty pretty cookie craze. Meanwhile, Sylvia Silversmith, your flatmate, has been doing the opposite. She's, yeah, aren't you, Sylvia? You're on a... She's still eating the cookies, though. I don't give up cookies. I do not give up cookies. Mm. Yes, I am going to the gym quite a lot. And what kind of gym is this? Is this one where you have a, a personal trainer? Is there somebody oh, gosh, who no. is offering to help gosh, you, to give no. you guidance? I had a personal trainer once, and he was so obnoxious 
that I just decided, why am I paying you all kinds of money just to be so obnoxious? He used to just put me on a running machine and then just stand next to me. Like just telling me about like one time he told me about he got in a fight the night before. And I was like, I don't want to be hearing this. Mm-hmm. And plus, I can be on the treadmill on my own. I mean, I don't need you standing next to me. So, yes, no personal trainers for me. That was a bad. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of lovely personal trainers out there. It's just I had a bad experience and I'm not willing to repeat it. So you're not a boot camp kind of person. Gosh, you, you no. You are all about self-motivation. Yes. And, and I'm mostly using the weight machines. Right. She's getting badass, Dookie. Look at her triceps. Guns. Do you want to see my tricep? Come on. Flex. An impressive tricep no, a bicep is being... And a tricep. I'm quite proud. You, definition and tone. Yes, I just want a little definition. You know what it is, Dookie? That my feet tend to hurt a lot because I stand on my feet a lot for work. And so I started just doing weights just because I thought it would help me, you know, stop hobbling around like an old lady. And it has. So you feel better? Yes. Do you find that you feel less guilty? Not that people should feel guilty about what they've eat, but is the the guilt that you would normally suffer from regular cookie consumption, has it been reduced? Dookie, I just see Marcia's chocolate chip cookies, and please, dear Lord, let this craze not abate anytime soon. Mm. I just see it as my way of refueling. Now, before, if you have any gym bunnies or personal trainers or nutritionists, listening please don't write in sending me you know death threats saying you know that's not the way to refuel because i know but i do tell myself that's how i refuel because you run out of glycogen when you're working out and you need to refuel Mm. some glycogen and what better way to do that would then with a marcia's chocolate chip cookie certainly it fills the void dookie the gym just provides me with so much amusement and what sort of characters are you meeting oh, in the gym? I when really did like you, my gym. When did you join? Well, uh, they are, I joined two years ago. Right. So, and I really like my gym because it's a tiny gym. So it's like a little tiny, tiny, little um, intimate. It's not like one of those big corporate places. Mm. It's tiny. Um, so it's less expensive. Um, but you also get very close to people around and there are people, especially in January, who seem to be, like, waiting to get thinner or more fit or more muscly right then and there. Mm. Like, that's what they think is going to happen. Yes. Wouldn't that be nice if it did? Um, if only. It would be really nice. So, like, lots of times you just see people working out together, like, and, you know, you see guys, like, you, I'll tell you what fascinates me. Wait, and I think we we alluded to this when we had the lovely Leon on, mm. because he's he's very muscular. He certainly is. He's really muscular. So we alluded to the fact that bodybuilders or people who do weights religiously have different days for different body parts. That fascinates me. Are you trying to? come up with with your own facsimile of that no gosh no like these two guys i heard them the other week one of them went up to the other and said in the weight building area and said what are you doing and he said chest and shoulders what are you doing i'm doing chest and back and i was like wow like tuesday's chest and back day or chest and shoulders day i'm like whenever i get to the gym it's just everything day 
Because you're in the gym. You know, I'm just going to do everything and it's it's going to be done. I'm quite impressed that you were able to point to your triceps, to your biceps. Yes. So just, this is something that, you, know, you have embraced. You have made this yours. Oh, I've made it mine, I suppose. Mm. There's a very pneumatic lady who comes to the gym. Pneumatic lady. She's a pneumatic lady. Right. I call her a pneumatic lady because she is nothing but muscle and breath. Right. That is what she is, Dookie. Oh, my word. She has muscle and breasts. So I kind of follow her. Like, I look at her and think, what is she doing? Because not that I want to be muscle and breasts, but wow, she must be doing something right. It sounds like the name of a female-run fitness blog. Muscle and breasts. Mm. Yeah, maybe I should recommend that to her, although she looks like quite a frightening person. Like, she's just a muscle with some breast implants. She looks like a gladiator. It's amazing. And then this morning, there was a couple of guys who look like roadies. They look like roadies for, like, your rebellion that you play. The punk. Right. Yeah. A, a festival that takes place every August in Blackpool. So they look like... Roadies. Roadies like for they, rebellion. They were like barrels. Right. They were like barrel men covered in amateur tattoos. Mm. When they're working out, do they go, Oi! Oi, yes, oi, oi, practically, oi. yes, yes. Like they were counting really loud in that exact voice. Like, <laughs> and they were like the kind of guys who, I guess, like they go to the gym and get really like work out their muscles a lot, but then they go and have 12 pints after. That's what they look like. They have pints, 12 pints, you have cookies. You've yes, definitely you know, got the balance. You've got the balance right. Exactly. You know, there's just all kinds of rules in the gym that just amuse me and stymie me. Mm. Like, there's rules about, I don't know, like, a lot of times you walk into the gym mm. and you're just confronted with people's anuses. Right. There's no story that can't be improved with a, an anus reference. I think, you know, sometimes it's startling. Bottoms. Like, you walk into the gym... And right there in your face mm. is somebody's anus. Yes. And I'm not exaggerating. Are you an ass person? Do you like the... I'm fascinated by butts. The backside. I am fascinated by butts. Right. I'm fascinated. <laughs> I just think, you know, muscly butts, fat butts, mm. big wobbly butts, mm. no butts. You know, a lot of people have no butts. They, you know, they tend to be men. No butt, peachy butts. So a lot of people are doing like this new stretching thing, or it seems to be new, like where they're kind of down on all floor fours, like in baby pose. Mm. But they're they're so stretched out, like their butt cheeks are so stretched with the stretching that they're doing that you can like see their anus through their clothes. Right. And, and there's been a couple of times that I've walked in and gone, whoa, that's an anus. I think for a long while, particularly in the arena of yoga, yes, the taint was being celebrated. I've been confronted by many an asshole mm. in yoga. And, you know, it's the taint and positions that uh, celebrate the taint seem to be the, the key factor. With 2000... And 18, you know, being amongst us here, you know, this is a year that we are all in together. There are other years. Mm. It seems like the focus is on the ass. There's a lot of ass focus. Mm. And I'm just like, I don't know what you're stretching out, but it's really quite 
in your face. And like I said, my gym is tiny. It's like only the size of a postage stamp. So when you walk in to have somebody's anus on display and a lot of people will like do that in pairs mm. so like last week i walked in and these two people were in that same stretch the so i was confronted with two anuses right wow and that sounds fun anuses anuses which is a good word for me anuses. it certainly is yes so you know it's all good and then but it, then it makes me self-conscious about you know i don't i'm happy for your mm. anus to be on display i'm not so happy for my anus to be on display right so sometimes i give my stretching short thrift you don't want to do that oh uh, yes i know but i i do get a little bit self-conscious about you know nobody needs to be looking at my anus nobody i'm sure it's a lovely anus I, I, you know, I haven't seen it personally, but, you know, Dookie, what do you think? You think she's probably got a, you know, perfectly decent anus. The Are we talking specifically about the bum or are we investigating the chocolate starfish? Dookie, I'm, I'm, when I use the word anus, I'm using it deliberately. These people, they have their anus on uh, display. Right. Not their butt. I mean, their butt cheeks. It's just that they managed to get themselves into a stretching position. Right. To where the buttocks are actually separated and lifted. Right. And you're just, you've got anuses in your face. Right. And I just think, what, are they self-conscious about that? Or, or and they just don't care? Or they just don't care about what other people, you know, and why should they? You know, we're all in the gym. It's all good. It's just that I get quite self-conscious. Is this a specialist gym? Dookie, well, if it is, I certainly haven't worked it out yet. And how embarrassing if it is. I mean, nobody's inspected my anus. Well, but you're looking the other way. A lot of the times I am looking the other way. That is true. Or have you got mirrors that you can you know, make no, use of? A, no, it's too small for mirrors. Right. So, and, you know, sometimes people do leg spready things. Again, so the, then you the get tent. genitalia. Yeah, uh, yes. You know, then, you know, you get quite up close and personal mm. with people. And then one time, can I confess this to you? Poor Marcia had to hear this. Oh, dear. And she about had to pour me a drink. Right. This guy. So there was a piece of machinery that I wanted to use, but it was really, really crowded. And I just thought, well, that With guy, all the anal spectators. With all the anal The bum aficionados. Yes, there's a lot of bum bums. So I looked at the guy standing next to it, and I thought, well, he's not using it because he's too busy chaining a weight to himself. Right, okay. You know, like the weights that you see power lifters, they put on either end of the bars, mm. like the dumb. He had one of those, but off the bar, like this big, round, massive weight. Mm. And I'm not exaggerating. He was chaining it to himself. Oh, like dear. Houdini, right? So I went over and kind of sidled by him to get on this piece of equipment. And the look on his face looked like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're so rude. And then I realized that what he was doing was chaining this weight to himself and then going on this machine just so that he could have some sort of SNM kind of, how can I make doing this machine as hard for myself as humanly possible? That's dedication. And when I mention rules in the gym, like these unspoken rules that nobody tells you about and that there's no way that you could possibly know them. The one of those rules is that you do not butt in on somebody's machine. 
That makes and perfect sense. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. A gentleman or woman's agreement. But I didn't know. He was. I just thought he's chaining himself to a weight. He's not using. Dookie, she was so mortified that I had to feed her cookies like for the rest of the day because she kept coming over all like in a sweat every time she thought about it. Dookie, it was hideous. It was hideous. I just felt like... The this, guilt. Oh, the guilt. The Duke. horror. And I just went, oh my God, I'm so sorry you're using that machine. And he kind of looked at me like, duh. And then he, he said we could share. But there's a whole different set of rules in the gym about sharing machines. So like you do some reps and then you get off and then they do some reps and then they get off and then you kind of do it like a relay. Right. But I'm just not comfortable because I don't know all the unspoken rules. Also... If this chap, you know, had weights chained to him, chained. he would be, you know, presumably um, either a fan of hard labor or, you know, going for some strong person competition. You know, uh, if, you're a, if you're if you're an, an ordinary, you know, well, an extraordinary person, but you know, who, you know, just merely wants to get a bit of tone and definition. Oh, you, you, if you were to share a machine, it would seem impractical. You'd be, you know, the Yes, well, the sometimes yeah, if you have to adjust, yeah. then, then it's kind of, you feel like... It'd be and then, time prohibitive. I just think that the gym is just awash with all kinds of unspoken rules and etiquette and taboo things and anuses that it just keeps me endlessly fascinated. And then you got pneumatic lady. It's just fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And have you found different days of the week attract different kinds of people? Well... It's, I mean, obviously the weekends are going to be the busiest, but there does seem to be something about like Mondays are like no neck man days. I don't know what that is. Mm. Maybe if some of your listeners, if they know, if they could like email in or something and say, well, you know, there's some specially hootie duty bodybuilding day that Monday has to be. So like you do see a lot more women using the weights nowadays, which I think is really cool. Um, it's just that Monday that seems to kind of go out the window and it seems to be all about men with no necks mm. getting bigger or more barrel shaped. Mm. Whereas like, you know, the rest of the days of the week, it seems to be more mixed. But that's the only thing I've noticed in terms of. So you're going to the gym. Marsha is taking advantage of every fast food special offer yeah, okay. that's available. Yeah. From, you know, various burger uh, joints. I got a pizza 50% off. I mean, that's incredible. Friday night. But you know what's really annoying about that, though? Is that they give you the 50% off, Mm. right? But then when you go to check out, they go, uh, so then it came to like, I don't know, 13 pounds 27, right? Because I was ordering a big fucker. Right. right? So then I I go to check out and they go, oh, we don't deliver for less than 14.99. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's really annoying because you gave me 50% off, but it's not, now you won't deliver because it's too cheap. Right. So then I had to add some crap that I didn't really want. You didn't add cookies, did you? I didn't add cookies. No, although you can add cookies. Yeah, I, I ordered, do you really want to know? Yes. It's kind of embarrassing. It's, we are here to share our deepest secrets Dookie Radio Show listeners are non-judgmental, as am I. I didn't think it was embarrassing. I thought it was really nice, actually. Okay. I ordered some corn on the cob. Oh, what's embarrassing about that? Well, it's embarrassing because it cost me £2.49. 
But that two pounds forty nine that you spent enabled you to enjoy a significant discount. On yeah, your and pizza. to get it delivered. Mm. But it was like a half a cob of corn, like chopped into quarters. Mm. So I was like, I said to Sylv, "That's like one pence worth of ingredient there that they've just charged you two pounds forty nine. So, you know, that's kind of a big markup, isn't it? Is that what they call it? Markup? Yes. Is that kind of a big markup? Isn't that like going to a restaurant and you order a bottle of wine and it, and they charge you like, I don't know, 15 pounds and you just saw it at the store for like five pounds 99. Isn't it's that like a markup kind of thing? Yes. So, yeah. And, you know, who orders corn on the cob from a pizza place? You do. I do, but yeah. But you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it, Sylv? I do like some corn on the cob. It right. was really nice. Was it up to American standards? No. Right. Sorry. What about the pizza? We both love this country. We should just say that, shouldn't we, Marcia? Yeah, we should say, you know, we both love this country. It's You've just... had a go at our cookies. Yeah, not love the cookies. Cob. You know, corn. We, we could have a whole show <laughs> on everything that we love about this country. It's just, you know, it's more interesting to talk about things you don't love. Yeah, the corn on the cob, not, not enough butter, not enough corn. Yeah, just, but, you know, it was all right. The pizza was nice. Pizza was nice. Come, you've ordered there from there for with us, right? I certainly have. You can't go wrong with a stuffed crust. Yeah, no, it's a thing of beauty. You know, we just went through a shady period there where we uh, we were told uh, this particular pizza place had some had some dodgy political <laughs> affiliations. Yes, but that person has now left said company, and we can eat to our hearts' content. Dookie, I'm worried we might be kidding ourselves. The I mean, not just denial, not just like dicey political mm. affiliate, but like really dicey. It isn't a Nazi pizza. No, I mean, not Nazi, but it's like a... I, you know, we, the three of us, wouldn't want our money going to this particular. No, but you know, then again, when you when you when you try to start shopping in line with your held beliefs, mm. it becomes really difficult. It does. Be the best really person difficult. you can be. Like, there's a number of places <laughs> where I won't buy clothes from, but then it really limits my choices. Mm. Like, for just basics. Just because I've heard about your political affiliations, and I think they're... But, you know, I'm sure everybody has that, don't they? Everybody's like, that place doesn't fit with my political affiliations. And also, if you look at the history of a company... How far back well, can you that. hold that blame? If you had a total dickhead that was heading up a you know a company fifty years ago, so well you're thinking of Coco Chanel, and I just found out that yes. she's a, she was like a proper Nazi. Yes, she was like a proper Nazi, mm. not like you know people like hyperbole. Oh, you're a bit of a Nazi. This woman was like dating a Nazi. She was like Nazi belief, and not that I wear Chanel or anything, um, because that would be ridiculous for me um why would it be ridiculous um because i don't think it would suit me would it suit me chanel dookie can you see me in chanel no i think you're too boho yeah plus who can afford chanel i mean come on mm. i work for charities so i think it'd be but i did read about it and just think oh my gosh that's but yeah like you say you know i'm sure they're not nazis now i'm sure they're you know perfectly reasonable people Hugo Boss as well. There's some direct links to designing Nazi attire. I can't believe we're talking about this. How <laughs> from, do we go from the gym to Nazi? From gym oh, from the pizza. anuses to to Nazi pizzas. Yeah, I prefer, yeah, like when you and Silver are hot about that topic, I was kind of like, 
with the pizza thing, like, yeah, you know, once you start thinking about it, you know, that way kind of cray, cray, crazy lies, right? Mm. I mean, you just, you go nuts, right? So, yeah, I try not to think about it too much and just enjoy my pizza, you know? And you... like and ask people to stop putting stuff like that on Facebook because it really ruins the enjoyment of my fucking pizza. <laughs> you know, that's where you heard about it, right? Yes. One of your friends said, yes. oh, don't eat, they eat at this pizza place. As, as you and me and Sylv like had our, our the website open and the pizza in our shopping basket. Mm. That's when we read about it. Although weirdly and coincidentally, the person who contacted me to let me know about the shall we say, right leanings of that particular pizza concern yeah. appeared in an advert for said company as an extra in which a world record for the number of pizzas being manufactured was one. And he helped to achieve that. So in a way, he's much oh, worse. Okay, so he's he's been paid for through right wing money. There are other wings. He's so lovely, though. He's a lovely person, I yes. I love him. I think he's wonderful. I love him to bits. There was an element of humour. He was fully aware that that particular evening I was going to partake in pizza. <coughs> and at that particular stage, I had no idea about the the political issues of said pizza company. And uh, Yeah, I know. It's just a lot of stuff on social media people are just like, yeah. Mm. I'm upset about this. Hey, you should be upset about it too, right? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to be upset about shit. No. Enough to be upset about. I mean, you read the news. I'm upset about that. You know, you go on Facebook. I don't know. Show me something. Show me a picture of Uranus. You know, or Pluto. Right. <laughs> see oh. what I did there? Oh. Or Saturn. A see, <laughs> see what I did there, Dookie? See what right. I did there? Uh, yes. Like are, are we going to just mention planets? planets? <laughs> <laughs> Although Pluto, I have to tell you, is you know, officially not a planet. It's a bit like Puerto Rico to the well, Americans. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's an analogy uh, that even as an American, I don't really understand. Or, or uh, Alderney to the UK. Okay, uh, why? What is it? What's Pluto? It's It doesn't have the designated properties which planets are supposed to have. So it's just deemed so, to be matter that's like, merely floating around matter? and rotating. Mm. Matter. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that word, matter. That is, that just, it sounds like something disgusting. Like, what do you have on your foot? I got some matter. I think I stepped in some matter. <laughs> What's the matter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. The, the amount of times in which I've been on the road and finding late night food options, and particularly in my, you know, pre-veggie days, and the amount of times in which I just pointed to something and, you know, it, it just resembled matter. What is that? I don't know, but it's the only thing you have. It's four in the morning. Wow. You know, we're in the middle of Bradford. Wow. Yeah, it just make sure it's, well, you don't eat fish or whatever, but just make sure it's not like sushi. Because mm. that wouldn't, you know, that's that that way problems lie yeah i mean like service station sushi is something that you certainly don't want to be exploring i don't know that i'd be getting anything at a gas station that i'm going to eat that wasn't like packaged and filled mm. by the manufacturer you know i'm thinking like m&ms or right doritos but you'll go to a costa or a starbucks at a petrol station and that's fine this is true 
I'm just, I'm scared. I, I'm scared of barreling down the highway with the shits. Right. I'm very anal focused today, aren't you I? You certainly are. What is that about? I don't know. You're, you know, you're a passenger in a vehicle and you have the need to expel matter. And Ew. yes, I, I wouldn't judge you. Yeah, it's not, you know, you don't want a dicey burrito at a gas station. You just, you know, but, you know, Anthony Bourdain, you know, the chef yes. guy, he once said, your body isn't a temple, it's an amusement park. Hmm. And I kind of feel like I want to live my life by that little slogan there. Particularly in January. Yeah, you know, it's not, I, I don't know. I mean, I respect you if you're doing the whole healthy thing i just don't want to join in i'm not a joiner in her i guess let's see what slutty sue is doing in her house in her house let's see what slutty sue is doing in her house in her house let's see what slutty sue is doing in her house Are you done with those mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London. Neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital, is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. She likes to clean. I popped into Slutty Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to? Mm, Clog up my social media feed with your political rage. Hmm... Dirty. Pubs are really fun to visit in January because for the most part they're a bit more quiet than they normally would be. The staff right. are just grateful to have customers. Yeah, right. Okay. And it, it's there's an element of happiness and you feel welcome wherever you really? go. Really? Is that really true, Dookie? I found this out last All night. Right. Oh, really? Mm. Why? What were you doing last night? I had rehearsal, then afterwards went to the pub with the right. band. And I had a proper... I felt like I was in the defunct American television series Cheers. Yeah, really? It was, I really felt welcome. Really? And it, 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 I realised it's a January thing. Did you feel like everyone knew your name? And, and they kind of did. Okay. Hiya, and. So what, what's really good, though, is that that particular band has... Two of your names. And yes. So if they said that name, mm. they would have had like a, a 50% of the band. Yes. yes. That would have been very good. The one thing I've discovered over the last month or so is that US nationals, quite possibly Canadians as well. Yeah. When they've told me that something is fine, that for decades and decades, I've got the wrong end of the stick. Why do you have you don't have any Americans in that band, do you? No, yeah, not, not in the band. Okay, but, but I've had some dealings with American musicians. Oh right, and they tell recently. you that it's fine. Yes, and I've I've assumed that all is fine. No pun intended. Yeah, that isn't a pun. 
No. No creative wordplay is available here. Yeah. I thought it was fine and dandy. And uh, and I realised it isn't. Fine is, is American for a bit shit. Uh, yeah, fine. What do you think, Syl? I don't know. It's fine. Oh, that'll be fine. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I never really thought about it before, but I suppose if an American's going to say that something's good, that they'll just, you know, they'll be really happy and go, oh, it's great or it's cool or amazing or that's excellent, dude. Mm. So I guess for us Americans, I guess fine does mean shit. Mm. For years and years, uh, I've, I've, you know, had F-bombs dropped. Oh, okay. The fine word, that is. Yes. And... I've just assumed that everything was was you know decent, all good. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Fine. It's fine. And now you're feeling like a kind of a chump. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, don't you know, don't. Mm. What are you going around pissing Americans off? Well, I can't imagine you no, are. I think I'm just disappointing them. Dookie, you can never disappoint. Okay. I mean, oh, I don't. don't be an asshole. You're not going to disappoint people. Just don't, you know, don't be a prick. You know, it's all good. Oh, do you I've really altered my plans now. Okay. Yeah. I was <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess yeah, if if we say that it's fine, it's probably not great. Mm. I'd say it's probably not great. And and here's another thing yeah. that's come up as well. When Americans, and again, possibly Canadians, they would just probably do it in a, you know, a slightly more subtle and polite manner. Yeah. When they don't want to, for instance, meet up next week. Let's say you bumped into somebody. And it's like, hey, hey. Oh, hello. Hey. Yeah. And, you know, the conversation ends up with you eventually having to part company. And then you discuss uh, meeting up. Yeah. And Brits, for the most part, would say, oh, listen, we'll, you know, we'll have a chat. We'll, you know, we'll be in contact closer to the time. And, you know, I'll text you and, yeah, hopefully yeah. we can meet up. That is very true, yeah. Whereas Yanks. Yes. And there are other nationalities and other nicknames yeah. for people from various countries. Yeah, there are. They play the positive card. Oh, that'll be great. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's let's do lunch. Let's do a fucking movie. We'll, yeah. have, we'll go out to a concert. We're going to have so much fucking fun. And I then take this to be a serious thing. Yeah, no, don't do that. And I, I've got this wrong. Don't, don't do that. And this, this recently happened with a friend of the Dookie Radio Show. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, somebody I've collaborated with musically, the, the lovely Moxie Moxington. Yeah, loving her. <laughs> yeah. And we had made what I thought were possible arrangements yeah. to meet up. And you know, I got, oh, that'd be fine. Oh, great. You know, let's do it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I will. Yeah. And it ended up not happening. And then she had to translate for me from her own American yeah, English into I... Brit speak. Yeah, you know, you you kind of should have known that. You know enough Americans, right? Well, I thought that my relationship with them was fine. It just means that, you know, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, it no, it isn't. Know, it's just in both cultures, we're not going to get together Unless we actually set a time and a date. And it just means that the British are more subtle about it. Like, yeah, well, closer to the time. Yeah. Or, Let's or, keep radio contact. Or that sounds all right, which mm. means, yeah, there's not a well, hey, chance Hey, don't, w- don't you guys say something like, wow, that sounds smashing. 
No, they don't, do they? No. Uh, and Americans are just a lot more positive and like in your face that's about great. not wanting to oh, meet. Oh, that's up. amazing. Let we gotta meet up. I think we, Marcia's hit the nail on. The yeah. I have to say, I really only mentioned Moxie in conversation because she is also going through a cookie phase. Is she going through a cookie crisis? Yes. Is it chocolate chip? I haven't had them yet because I haven't seen her in ages. Lord knows I tried to meet up, but it, it, it turned out that the idea to meet up was fine. Dookie. Yes. She made me the best offer I've ever had in my life last month. The best offer I've ever had in my life. Would it show you her anus? No, although I wouldn't mind seeing right, her so lovely, fair. lovely anus. I'm sure it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm sure it's pink and fluffy. Um, I was going through a bit of a low. Right. As you and the lovely listeners have heard. Yes. She offered to come around to my house mm. with a cupcake and a muscle relaxer. <laughs> Can doesn't offer get any better than that. I tell you what, that Breakfast is amazing. Breakfast of champions. Especially since somebody like that, somebody like Moxie or I, who treasure, treasure our mind-altering substances, to offer to share them with you, that is a big, big deal. And who wouldn't want a cupcake with their muscle relaxer? It's uh, that sound amazing. That's quite a combination. I'm doing much better now, but I might still take her up on that just for the hoot. So uh, hoot! If you decide to make it a date, will you just say, "Wow, that sounds great"? Now then, we'll set a date. Then you'll set a date. Okay, and it'll be fine. I'm learning bit by bit. I am. You'll get there, Dickie. I, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, we'll just translate the uh, American to British, British to American, mm. you know, whatever. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. Do you know what? I fancy some whiskey uh, cookie and a Nazi pizza. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Well, that is indeed your lot. Nazi pizzas and a lot of anus references. You've been listening to the first episode of 2018. Not really the best title we've come up with, but it is true. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks for listening. Oh, and you get to hear Irene working out at the tail end of this episode. I know we like to keep the Easter eggs uh, a bit on the down low normally, but this is so special, I thought I'd reveal its secrets in advance. Now it's time for me to go and uh, pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle, that's the way the money goes, pop goes the weasel. Facebook page www.facebook.com 
forward slash the Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. What's this one do then? What is this machine? Will it will it give me a six pack? I want six pack. You know what they do with the uh uh You know the 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 tummy muscles. You know will it give me a six pack? If, if, well, let's see. Okay, let me try. Okay. If, 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 okay. Is he giving me a six pack yet? Look. Look. No. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Do it again. Okay, look, what about that? I've got a six-pack yet. A one-pack? What the hell are you all about? Don't want bloody one-pack, do I? What six-pack, isn't it? Let me do it again. Okay, let Okay, what about now? Give me a six pack. No! What do you mean? No six pack! I'm gonna give it one more try, I swear. I swear to God, this better work. I swear I need a six pack, innit? I'm gonna try it one more time. Uh, how do I put the weight up? Uh, make it heavier. Yeah, no, no. Put, no. Put another 10 pound on. No, another 10. On that. I know I was lifting zero, not now I can lift ten, innit? it? Yeah, I've already done it. I can lift another ten. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. One more. Okay. Eh. 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 Point.